0: What is going on, you guys? I go by the name Unknown, and you are listening to the Pipe Bomb Podcast. This is our NXT review from the April 1st, 2020 episode. And we're going to jump right into this. This episode of NXT was really good. Not amazing, not 8 out of 10, 8.5 out of 10, no, but it was really good. Really good, a lot of great matches. The women's gauntlet match and the North American Championship match, Stole the show for me. Um, The only thing I didn't like about this show wasn't the matches. It was Sam Roberts on commentary. So, please, Triple H, never have Sam Roberts on commentary ever again. I like Sam Roberts. Like his podcast, I'm subscribed to him. Big fan when he interviews Paul Heyman and all this other shit. But commentary-wise, I I just didn't like it at all, personally. But we're going to jump right into the episode. The first match we get to open up NXT is the Velveteen Dream versus Bobby Fish. And this match was Um I don't even know how to say it. Like it wasn't a bad match. It wasn't a good match. It was just pretty okay. That's always my thing to say. Cause I don't like shitting on matches that that weren't bad but weren't phenomenal either. They were it was just a, a pretty okay match. Um, during the match, Bobby Fish was just working the injured leg of Velveteen Dream, just constantly working it and working it, and then Velveteen Dream just kept fighting back, fighting and fighting and fighting, until close to the end of the match, Velveteen Dream gets like this rush of adrenaline, picks up Bobby Fish, hits him with the Dream Valley driver, and picks up the victory, so um, the opening match was pretty good, I'll give it a 6 out of 10, nothing too crazy, I'll give it a 6 out of 10. The next thing we're going to get into, it's uh, a, a backstage segment in this with uh, Malcolm Bevins introducing his tag team that he's managing or whatever. And uh, one of them, I'm a, he finally tells us their names. And it's Raku and Sheriff or Sher, whatever the fuck, right? And already, I am not a fan. Malcolm Bevins sounds like he knows what he's doing on, on promos and everything, but the tag team itself, we already have so many tag teams that I like this word, they don't talk, they talk in a different language, and whatever, and they just have a fucking mouthpiece, like like AOP, I think AOP was the first tag team on, on NXT to like not really speak English very well, they just speak in their own like language and everything, and then they have a mouthpiece to talk for them. Right? And the thing with AOP is that they look impressive and their matches were really good. With these, like just like what I said last week, you only get one chance. You don't get a second chance to make a first impression. Right? That's how the saying goes. You don't get a second chance to make your first impression. And my first impression off of this new tag team that is trying to go after the weights, I am not a fan. So that is my opinion. I'm sorry if... You like them, whatever, to each his own, but I personally do not like this tag team. The second match we're going to get into is Dexter Loomis, I guess making his debut, versus Jake Atlas. Um, The only thing I can really say about this match was Dexter Loomis has really creepy theme music. And like I was mentioning in my AEW review, Lance Archer... Whole thing is like everybody dies, and he's like this menacing character. He's like six eight, six nine, of a person just killing everybody that steps in the ring with him, right? And his theme song is real like rock and roll, is energetic. But then Dexter Loomis is not. Is like the height of one of the young bucks, and his theme and his theme music is a lot more menacing than Lance Archer's. That's the only thing I can say about Dexter Loomis is that he has really great theme music. Um. In ring, I wasn't really too impressed. Maybe it's because of who he was in the ring with, and it was just meant to be a squash. You know, but I wasn't really that impressed. I hope in the coming weeks of NXT, we get to see more of of Dexter Loomis, and he gets in matches with like I don't know, fucking um Kyle O'Reilly or or Dominic Dijakovic, um Velveteen Dream or um, um Kushida, somebody else that's that's not nameless and could you know, have a little bit of a back and forth with him to really show his strengths in the ring. Um, Dexter Loomis picks up the victory over Jake Atlas in a pretty boring match. This was the only match I really didn't care for throughout the night. This was probably one of the weakest matches of the night. The next match we're going to get into is the second chance six-woman gauntlet match, right? And it featured Shotzi Blackheart, Deanna Pozzaro, Um, Zaya Lee, Aaliyah, Caden Carter and Dakota Kai. The first two in this match to start off is Shotzi Blackheart and Diana Pizarro. Um, this little back and forth was really good. Like this, like I don't know what it is about WWE when they have like these gauntlet matches, they always knock it out of the fucking park. Like the one that Seth Rollins was in, like in the later half of 2018. And um that tag team one from last year when it was Xavier Woods and Biggie trying to fight. And that tag team one to make sure that Kofi, like, um keeps his match to face Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania. Like, any gauntlet match that WWE, like, gives us, is, they always knock it out the fucking park. But this little first part of the match with Shotzi Blackheart and Deanna Pozzaro was really good. Deanna Pozzaro looked very impressive. Shotzi Blackheart throughout the match impressed me the fucking most. Like, I wasn't a fan of her at most. You could even go back and listen to old NXT reviews. I wasn't a fan of her. I didn't get it. She came out in, like, this little kid tank. You know, it was just really fucking weird. But then she came out to fucking play. She fucking wrestled her fucking heart out. And I want to see more of Shotzi Blackheart. The same thing with Caden um, Carter. I'm a, um, those are, like, my two new favorites in um the women's division in NXT. I want to see where else they go from here. But in this first half, um Shotzi Blackheart picks up the victory over Diana Pizarro. The second half of this Gauntlet match we're gonna get into is um Shotzi Blackheart versus Zaya Lee. This match was just really quickly, nothing really too crazy. Um Shotzi Blackheart worked the leg of Zaya Lee. That was um when she was attacked last week on NXT. And um Shotzi Blackheart picks up the victory over Zaya Lee by making her tap out in a submission hold. It looked really fucking strange and really weird, but it, it looked very cool, like the submission Ocean oh, in was really fucking cool um i don't remember the submission hold i don 't know if they mentioned it or they probably did i just didn't write it down, so my apologies, but yeah, shotzi Blackheart picks up the victory. The next competitor to come out was Aaliyah. um Aaliyah looks very impressive because the only reason why I know about Aaliyah is because a long time ago when WWE had that show on the network, it's called Breaking Ground, and she was like only 18, 19, trying to come up and trying to find her character, and she was like not getting on live events or anything, and now she's being featured on NXT a little bit more, so I'm kind of happy for that, you know, good, good luck to her for her success and her future and everything, but um, this part of the match went very quick as well. Um, Shotzi Blackheart picks up the victory in another submission, um, that she put on Aaliyah, the same submission that she put on Zaya Lee. the next competitor to come out to face Shotzi Blackheart was Kaden Carter, and this back and forth was really fucking good, really fucking good, Kaden Carter put on a fucking show, she, she really is looking impressive these past couple of weeks, even in defeat. She's looking impressive, and that's the thing I want to tell people. You can lose a match, but if you look amazing in defeat, right, you can still come back from that. Not a lot of people could like like lose a match right and look good afterwards. Kaden Carter is one of those few cases where like she'll win a match or two, then lose like two or three matches and still look really good in the in whatever matches she has after that, so yeah. Even in the feet here, she looked really impressive. Um, Shotzi Blackheart picks up the victory after hitting the senton on Caden Carter. And the last and final competitor, the Kai, And the Kai comes out with um, Raquel Gonzalez. And the Kai is just vicious. Um, we we already knew the Kai was going to win this um, gauntlet match. Um, but I really like this because now, even though the Dakota Kai won, Shotzi Blackheart is another... Like contender for a belt, or she could be in somewhat of another feud, you know, that's not in the title picture. So they really made a star in Shotzi Blackheart, and um, this um last part of the of the gauntlet match was really impressive. Um, d- later on in the match, towards the end of the match, um, Dakota Kai was distracting the referee, and Raquel Ra- Ra- Gonzalez threw Shashi Blackheart I think to the steel steps, and as soon as Shotzi was going to go back in the ring fucking um the Kota Kai like I think kicks her in the face gives her a DDT picks her up and hits her with the um the the Goda the Goda Kai or the Gota Knee or whatever the fuck she calls that fucking um um uh, finisher maneuver and picks up the victory so the the Kai is the final person added into the number 1 contender's ladder match I think and it's going to be taking place next week on NXT and um I was really impressed by Shotzi Blackheart, I was really really impressed um, kudos. A great fucking goblin match. I gave this goblin match a 6.5 out of 10. Six po- it was just a really, really good match. Really good match. The next match we're going to get into is Kushida versus Joaquin Wild. A long time ago, Joaquin Wild fought somebody in a tag team match and he was in a singles match. I forgot with who. And I wasn't impressed, but this match was pretty decent. It showed both of their strengths. Um, I just wish Kushida... Was in a tag team So that way we can have more tag teams in NXT Because if we don't Keep developing tag teams All we're gonna keep seeing is the fucking Undisputed Era Win The NXT Championships All the fucking time Because we have no fucking tag teams You know So um I wanna see a lot more from Kushida Either in the tag team or in the singles role. You know Even if it's a mid card Either like upper mid card or lower mid card field You know but, this match was really good, Kushida picks up the victory after putting, after tapping out Joaquin Wilde in the, in the arm bar, and the transition into the arm bar is always, it just looks so fucking clean, like Kushida hip tosses Joaquin Wilde and jumps at the same time, still holding onto his arm, and lands back, straight back bump both of them, and he's just wrenching the arm like, I'm gonna fucking break this shit, and Joaquin Wilde has to tap out, then at the end of the match they shake hands, you know, like, you know, you did a good thing, and whatever, him, that's that. Then we get onto the main event, and it was for the North American Championship, and it was Keith Lee versus Damian Priest versus Dominic Dijakovic. And my fucking God, this match was good. But before we get into the match, prior to this match, they show Joaquin Wild walking outside frustrated, like, fuck, I lost. Man, I keep losing. I, keep, I thought things were going to be different when I came into NXT, then a mysterious truck pulls up, comes out, one of the guys looking like the Dark Order just jumped in and fucking like, oh, you're gonna come with us, get in the van, get in the van, and just drove off. And everybody's like, yo, what the fuck is going on? um They did the same thing last week to, um, fuck, I forgot his fucking name, they mentioned it, but they did, they did like a similar thing where somebody got abducted last week on NXT. I wanna know what the fuck is this. I wanna know if this is gonna be a part of the Killer Cross thing of just like kidnapping people and just fucking them up. But that shit just looks really weird. But back into the main event. um, Damian Priest is really impressing me. Because before, I wasn't really much of a fan. Because his promo work is not that good. It's still not that good. Um, It could get better. But his in-ring work is really solid. It's really good. And what else can I say about Keith Lee and Dominic Dijakovic? Like... There are two big men that shouldn't be flipping around like Rey Mysterio. But they are. And doing it just fucking masterfully. And just so fucking beautiful. Anytime they're in the ring, it's just a wonderful fucking match. A wonderful fucking match. But later on in the match, um, Dominik Dijakovic tries to go for Feast Your Eyes. And Damian Priest goes underneath the ring before that. grabs like the lead pipe that he always uses like the nightstick. And then as he goes down, he hits Dominic Dajakovic in his knee. Keith Lee comes out of nowhere, does that fucking meme shit where he trucks people over. Damian Priest flies over the top rope. Keith Lee picks up Dominic Dijakovic and hits him with the finisher. One, two, three. And Keith Lee is still your North American champion. This match was takeover worthy. But, man, I, I just wish there was a crowd, man. I... I I can't wait until this shit is over. This COVID 19 shit is over, so we can get the fans back in the full cell arena. Cause imagine the pops was the certain spots that they were doing, like when Damian Priest and um Damian Dijakovic chokeslam choke slam Keith Lee from the top rope to to the to the ring, and and then like there was a later part in the match where um fucking Dijakovic does like this, like phoenix fucking splash shit on to keith lee and it just looked really fucking impressive and there was just certain big spots that they were doing that would have benefited from a crowd but this match to me was match of the night i gave it a 7.5 out of 10 so anyway guys um that is the end of the nxt episode overall my overall rating for nxt i gave it a 6.5 out of 10 i gave it the same rating as AEW um, not one show was better than the other ones, one of them, like, AEW had a great, you know, Chris Jericho promo, and then this one, they had a great match with, um, the triple threat for the North American Championship, so they each had their strengths, but in the ratings, they both fell drastically, I don't have the numbers with me, but, like, I think Brian Alvarez, um, posted them on Twitter, so go check on his Twitter, so you can see the ratings for AEW and NXT, so, um, so, yeah, Anyway, guys, that is the end of this NXT review. If you're new to the channel, be sure to subscribe and hit that notification bell. And if you enjoyed this NXT review, be sure to hit that like with a Stone Cold Stunner. And in the comments, let us know. Did you like NXT? Did you hate NXT? Did you even watch NXT? Or were you watching AEW instead? Let us know in the comment section down below. I go by the name unknown. Pipe Bomb.